What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect the Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today, on episode 78 of the podcast, we are talking about the 1998 sci-fi horror film, Robert Rodriguez, The Faculty. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, the wonderful Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. My brain loves to just go, what are you going to say? What are you going to say about this movie? How are you going to describe it when you announce it? It always, my brain just shuts off for a second, but we did it. We did you it. Got, hey, we got, we got through it. <laughs> it's like so, me yes. trying to, to say what I like about a movie. I'm like, I liked it. You're like, what do you think about it? And I'm like, I like it. I'm like, I don't know where else to go from there. Hey, you know what? It's good enough. That's <laughs> It works for what we're doing. Exactly. Well, then you say stuff, and I'm like, damn it, I should have said that. Yeah, I that happens. Today, though, we were talking about the faculty, which which is funny because we've already I had this double pack that I shoot that I showed off during our uh, Phantoms review, and now I get to finish the, the other side. I, we're talking about this movie today. <laughs> yep, you get all of it. And thank you to Dustin from the Flicks and Friends podcast for suggesting yes. this one this week, uh, because I came in unprepared and he said, cover the faculty. And I said, well, we were going to cover it at some point. Okay. Why not now? Might as well. Right? Continue the trend of talking about horror movies, even though this episode will technically be out in November. But hey, who Pretty cares? Yeah, you exactly. can watch when it's not. I know. Probably. 100%. And to be honest, people have been... Uh, shouting us out on uh, Twitter calling us horror podcasts and you know what I'm not even going to fight it I'm not even going to say well we're technically not but you know what I don't care thank you very much for for shouting us out <laughs> uh, this I, I remember seeing this a long time ago this was something I think I saw as a kid because this movie came out in 98 so I was 7 I think I saw it a little bit later I think it was just so I I uh I remember seeing H2O Halloween H2O which came out the same year uh which also st- stars Josh Hartnett. Yep, I do. And um I was like, "Oh, I think they were like roughly in the same section of the Hollywood video in my town." And I was like, "Well, I I like the movie he the other movie he was in. Let's see." And he has the same terrible haircut that he has in H2O. So, let's uh let's give this a go. I don't really remember it from when I was a kid, so it was kind of fresh going into it, but I have listened and watched some reviews on it recently. I listened to, actually, I watched Hack the Movies review on this, so I'm going to shout them out because they did an excellent review on on this movie. And yeah, I'm very excited to talk about it because it's definitely a 90s a 90s movie. Definitely has that oh, 90s God, movie feel to it, which I love. I, I have no ill will towards a movie feeling like the time that it came out. Hey, some people you know seem to. Yeah, some people just want everything to feel modern or feel right. It's like you do realize like the world works. Nope. Nope. Times times have changed and, you know, times were different. And yes, certain things don't aren't OK now that they were. Well, they weren't OK back then as well. But just, you know, language and all that stuff. Even things that were said in this movie, you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Very mild, but uh, still, you know, still like, well, that couldn't be said today unless it was meant in, you know, the frame of whatever story they're trying to tell. 
It doesn't, uh, I agree. I don't think it was something like, I mean, obviously it's some stuff that's not acceptable and stuff I wouldn't tell anybody, but it's yeah. like, stuff like that, it just doesn't really bother me. It's like, it's in the movie for a reason. Right. It's not like the movie, it's not in the movie to be hateful. It's just, it's part of what it was like then. Right, right, right. I'm not watching the movie going, oh no, that's awful. Like, it's just, that was when the movie was made and those were the things that were, I mean, to be honest, like things that were said in this movie that are offensive were said back then. Yeah. Like in schools. And yeah, they're yeah. not okay. We're not advocating that they're okay to say. We're not. But it was a but, but that was but like, just the way people talked back then. And it and of course it's going to bleed into media. Yeah, we're not time. It's not a fact of like you said, making it okay or even excusing it, but it's being realistic. It's like we literally before we did this, we're not getting into the movie before we did this before recording this. We literally just watched uh, scary stories to tell in the dark from 2019. And I'm not going to get into it in case we cover it, but there are derogatory slang for Hispanics being used to that movie in a hateful way. Yeah. But the movie takes place in the late 60s. That's had that happen back then. Hell, it happens now. It's not yeah. acceptable, but this is how it is. Listen, Leonardo DiCaprio says the N-word a lot in Django Unchained. It's mm. not okay. No, but it's But in 1860s it Southern America, that's what was said. Yeah, that's true. So That's true facts. It's playing into the time. I digress. I don't want to like dive down this fucking hole. I'm just I it was just something I wanted to throw out there. Um That's fair. So let's go around and talk about our thoughts on this movie. In you know, for going into our recent watch, because like I said, I saw it when I was a kid. Can't remember much about it, other than this cast is stacked as hell. But let's go around and talk about our uh, our thoughts on it. We'll start with I don't remember who started last time, so we're gonna start with Angela. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, dear. <clears throat> I say everything except about how Parker's camera keeps going in and out of focus. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh. let me fix that. You talk and I'll fix it. <laughs> you okay yeah i'm good i just got excited you're gonna die over there yeah. do i do i need to do cpr i know cpr one of these days it's gonna happen it's all recording and you better leave it in <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um, i love this movie i mean it's got frodo in it it's got the t1000 in it it's got gene gray in it Phoenix, mm-hmm. you know what's what's not what's not to love about those three? But right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wrong movies. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I we have we watched this recently for movie night. I was like, man, I was like, we've watched this before, like recently. And Dan's like, yeah, because. Two people in the movie are credited as fuck you boy and fuck you girl. Yes. <laughs> Tell they're credited. Yes. They is do not the, have Is names. that the two characters that are fighting all the time? Yeah. Like, yeah. And girlfriend what, what, that are fighting. One of them is River Phoenix. <laughs> yes. Joaquin, Joaquin and uh, who was the brother? It's from some, the... Summer Phoenix. Yeah, Summer Phoenix. But it's. No, no, it was River Phoenix. Phoenix, River Phoenix and Joaquin's sister. Right. Yeah, sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. No, I. Sometimes. 
That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes you play the Joker. Sometimes you play one half of a verbally abusive couple, and, and physically. It's literally every single time you see these this couple, they're just don't, don't, she's just slapping the shit out of them. Yeah, I know. And right? he's just chasing her down, like now come back. <laughs> yeah, I know. fucking chaos. Him really, I think hits oh, him really Lord. good with That's her backpack. So one time, I was like, dang. Yeah. She hit him hard. I think it's hilarious that they showed them in the credits at the end, too. Like, they showed their names. I was like, who are these characters? Yep, yep. Yeah. But, no, like, I mean, it's it's just the lineup of everybody that was in movies in the 90s. But a lot of these people weren't even big at this time. No, they weren't big, but they no. were in everything in the 90s. Like this, I would I say not 90s, but like early 2000s or, is when yeah, a lot of early these people 2000s. Like really blossomed. Because, and I hate Josh Hartnett's hair. Oh, in it's this. terrible. It's, I want to shave it's the his same, head. It's the same hairstyle he has in H2O. Always I know. H2O like, for everyone. Like, what's his, H2O? <laughs> fix his hair. It's water! <laughs> it looks like he has worn a hat. and He cut his hair himself. It, that's what it yeah. looks like he just yeah. he was drunk one day cut his hair and then just said eh, this looks fine i surprised his... jamie lee curtis didn't give him shit on the set of h2o like <sighs> you can't keep that hair now. and she's a very she's one of those people who would would say something too yeah, oh like and i'm disappointed gosh. she didn't or he just stood up for like, himself shave his him. head that's ah, terrible but yeah i i can't say any more good stuff about it i love it watch it absolutely yeah yeah, uh, it's, it's a good movie. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I actually haven't seen. I didn't see it until we actually watched it recently when we did our our movie night together, which was like six months to a year ago, somewhere in that range. We watched it. it doesn't feel like that long ago, but it was because I said I had watched. it Yeah, because I remember always remember the advertisements for this on VHS and shit for the yeah. faculty. Yeah. I just never watched it. My, excuse me, I remember coming in. My grandmother and stuff was watching it because, of course, she's like your own was always like. Let either let we watch or was big into that stuff, but I never partook. Excuse me. Uh, of course, you know the cast. Like like you said, a lot of these were were first. Um, oh God, I hope that ladybug goes right over the fucking lynch. <laughs> like what the fuck horror movie? Anyway, for only for our our you know video you know, our viewers, not our listeners. Yeah, for anyone watching but this. um. But like apparently it's what this was Usher's first movie. This was uh, Jordana Brewster's film debut. This yeah. is only like uh, Josh Hartnett's like second or third movie. It's his second like, because H two O was his first. Yeah, so like he was not in like all these people like went on to bigger stuff. And of course, I never remember how to pronounce her name, but she ended up being Phoenix. And I, I think Femke Jensen. Click, click, click on her real quick for me, just a second. I'm pretty sure she's in a movie that I've been begging to cover on this show. Um. Is go down in like around the same year, ninety eight. Huh. Yep, she's Rounders. in Deep Rising, and in fucking Rounders. Oh, Femke. Yeah, she's in Deep Rising yeah, and she's, Rounders. She's been and the Gingerbread Man. I don't know from ninety eight. I don't, I don't know which one. I don't know. Wait, is that like is that like the one where the is that like the horror movie, the really bad horror movie? I don't know. She did, Wait. dude. She did the Rounders and Deep Rising before this. Yeah. I believe it. Damn. No, Gingerbread Man is not. She doesn't age either. No, she never. She's just, she's she was in. Not. She was in a, a really fucking wild movie that I actually own called Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. 
I've heard. I've heard she about was that like, movie. She was like the villain in that, and she, she was looking good then. I mean, that movie's mm. like 10 years old, but I was like, man, this woman doesn't age. Right? But that being said, like, you know, the effects are a little, you know, dated, of yeah. course, but yeah. but I thought the, the the writing was fun, even though, like, a lot of the characters just suck. But, like, they're just <laughs> yeah. mean, hateful yeah. people, but they're, but they're not, like... They're like mean, hateful, like '90s mean and hateful. But they're but they're not like Halloween, the end, just shitty fucking characters, hateful. It's like the most over. This has got to be one of the most overdone high schools. I swear. I thought we were watching like a National Lampoon's, like Van Wilder or something in the beginning when the dude they took out fucking Frodo's dick on the pole. Oh my like, god! It, I felt like, that. I mean, I mean, it doesn't help. <laughs> I'm feeling the same pains, but like, golly. <laughs> He felt a deep connection. At that I time, did. I was like, "Ooh, I feel your pain there." Elijah. And this is actually the this is the movie that I believe from what I was reading that uh, Elijah Wood got was told that he should audition for Frodo like while he was doing this yeah. movie or like they found somebody's like yeah a friend of his who was work also working on the film I think told him that Peter Jackson was going to be making Lord of the Rings and was like, "Oh yeah, you should go audition." And he like didn't want to because he found out that they were just going to be hiring English actors. Yeah. So well, I'll show you how that worked out for him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, anyway, but yeah, just, this was just seemed like a, like a stepping stone or like an early film for like a lot of people that had a bigger, oh, yeah. like you said, and like the end of the early two thousands and so on and so forth. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that, that being said, like the, the characters are great. You know, Robert Patrick is a standout for me. I oh, love yes. him in this movie. He's so good. Oh my um, God. I, I like um, Josh Hart and his character, you know, Frodo. I generally like all the characters, even though a lot of them are just hateful. I'm just going to call it Frodo. Cause that's what he's going to say. He's talking Frodo. Um, yeah. And, and one, one, Selma Hayek's in this. Nobody's mentioned her yet. But, uh, yeah, be, because it's disappointing. I know. I know. And then um, what was the last? Oh, I need to give a special shout out, shout out to uh, Christopher McDonald. <laughs> yes. Because I fucking love Happy Gilmore. And I just, he's yes. fucking Shooter McGavin. Yes. Shooter yes. McGavin. <laughs> and he does, the, he does the finger gun thing well, in this. He doesn't. Yeah. Robert, Robert Patrick, Patrick does, does it to him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes, great. dude. It's great. But yeah. I, we so. quoting it, so it's great. He, me and my wife started watching a show on Netflix called The Watcher. And mm-hmm. he's in that. And he's, mm-hmm. old. He, look, I mean, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But he's still. He still sounds like him, and he was like, "No, oh, that's every time I see him. That's what every time I think it's just Look like there's shooter, there's shooter." Pew pew. <laughs> I saw two big fat naked bikers having a whole off that had sex off whole eight. How am I supposed to chip with that going on? <laughs> like, anyway, the uh, great '90s, great late '90s music. We start with start off with the kids aren't all right by Offspring. Yep. Uh, not one of my favorite songs by them, but I love them. They release a better album after that, and. Uh, the, the, the man, I mean, Josh Hartnett drives a 70 GTO. I mean, it, it's fun. And it, it's just a fun movie. It's a fun fucking movie. It's like, what, yeah. an hour and a half? Hour and 40 minutes? Oh, yeah. Something like that? Uh, Good. Yeah, it's about an hour, hour 40. Probably one of the best homages, or you could call it, I guess, a ripoff of the Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Probably one of my favorites I've seen. Yeah. It's good they, even, they even reference that in the movie. The fact yeah, that and this is very Body Snatchers and one of the characters like no even, even the same for you know we get uh, references to the thing in this movie as well so yeah 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 so yeah sure go check it out definitely worth watching this movie's awesome uh this what a what a like 
I think this is the best ten dollars I've spent in a very long time getting those two movies, Phantoms and and uh, the Faculty. Like it just the two movies that surprised me beyond belief. Like I just I went into them, I, I felt like I was gonna like both of them, but like they just kind of they put me over the edge. Like wow, these are way better than I than I thought they would be. This does not feel like a Robert Rodriguez movie though. It's it's one of those things where I feel like he. I mean, from what I've read, he was kind of just brought in after everything was kind of all set set up, and then the the Weinstein's. Uh, good. Um, sorry, I just I, a little throw up came out of my mouth saying their That's stupid fair. ass names, and um, they yeah they brought him in to kind of write the ship because I guess so the original writers for this were it was David Wechter and Bruce Kimmel. And the Weinsteins brought in Kevin Williamson to do rewrites on the movie and kind of spruce it up to their ways, which, you know, you can always pick out probably the things that they probably wanted incorporated into their into the movie. But yeah. Kevin, I mean, Kevin Williamson, great person to bring in to do to do that, because, you know, he wrote Scream, Scream yeah. 2, Scream 4. He uh, I know what you did last summer. Uh, the Curse, mm. which is another Wes Craven movie from 2005 about werewolves, which I'd love to cover at some point because it's got my, my, my girl Christina Ricci in it. They brought in all of these very fresh faces that, you know, going into the 2000s were, you know, blew up. I mean, you got, as we said, like Jordana Brewster, very first film. She would go on to, to uh, do Fast and the Furious pretty much blow up in that franchise. She was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, which some people are very hit and miss on that movie, but I thought it was fun. I thought she was a good final girl in that movie, even though she's not really a final girl because spoiler, she dies. Um, but, oh, um, no, no! <laughs> a Clea Duvall, which I, it's so weird because so Clea Duvall, she's the one who plays a uh, Stokely. Mm-hmm. So she, in real life, she is a lesbian. And in this movie, she's pretending to be a lesbian to scare off people, which is like such a weird thing to do to somebody. <laughs> like what? You got to do something, man. All right. Keep cool. Your, keep your defenses up. Uh, Josh Hartnett <laughs> is only his second movie at right after Halloween H2O, which, you know, I feel that movie kind of put him on the map. You know, he would later go on to do all sorts of things. He was in Pearl Harbor. He was in, was it 40 days and nights? The, the movie about vampires. It was up in Alaska. Yes. Yeah. 40, I remember yeah. that one. Um, he was in the black Dahlia. It's been a lot of, a lot of stuff. Uh, since we city. watched that, we watched the black Dahlia, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's been yeah, he would time. come back to work with Robert Rodriguez in sin city along with Elijah wood. Yeah. And, you know, everybody knows who Elijah Wood. I mean, Elijah Wood, he actually was a pretty established actor even by this time. He, he had already done so much. You know, the first, was it the was the movie with Macaulay Culkin? Was it the first son? Was, that was a pretty creepy-ass movie, the one where he... Was it The Good Son? The Good Son, yeah. yeah. I remember that advertising. A lot of people got pissed about when that movie started coming But a movie out. I watched a fuck ton as a kid that had Elijah Wood and had Crocodile Dundee. Oh! Flipper, baby! Flipper. He was also in Back to the Future Part Two. I I see. He was the video game. That was his very first movie, I believe. Was was that small scene in Back to the Future Part Two? 
or was it was it part two or part no part two is when they part go two. or go to 20, she she has it right here in front of us yeah uh femke jensen as angela said would go on to do a lot i mean you dan you even said some of the movies that she had done before this deep rising and what was the other one? Oh fuck you uh, rounders rounders which uh, are good for, uh <laughs> another podcast nostalgia cast just covered rounders not too long ago so go check out our good friend Darren in his podcast, the Nostalgia Cast, they just covered rounders. Piper Laurie, yeah, I saw that her. name. I was like, "Who is that?" But she was in Carrie. I yep. was like, "Okay." B. Oh, Newworth. She was in Frasier. She was the one who plays the principal. Yeah. But I remember her from Jumanji. That was like when I saw her, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's the aunt from Jumanji, the one who oh. like deals with the stampede." Fucking love Jumanji. I can't wait to talk about that fucking movie. <laughs> uh, Robert Patrick. God damn, he's so good. So good. He is great in this movie. Of course. Yeah, I mean, come on. Robert Patrick. We all know him as the T-1000 from Terminator 2. We've talked about him on the show very highly because he is just that good. There's a Terminator just, connection. Yeah. <laughs> and it really I've is. More than once. Yeah. I've said it more than once, but yeah. Usher Raymond or AKA oh, just fuck. Usher. This was his first movie. And to be honest, was he in other movies? He was or at fun. least yeah, other he, movies, he, other movies. I yeah, remember. He, there's a few other ones. He was been, he's been in. I'm pretty sure. See. Not just the faculty. She's low. pulling it. Let's say low. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, he was in Muppets. Most wanted. There it is. Yes. There it is guys. Yeah, she's all that. But I thought Miramax only made quality, uh, Quality films like The Piano or The Crying Game. Well, after they made Cheese All That, it was all downhill from there. Another Jane Silent Bob. Anyways. <laughs> Why did I know? Why did I? That was in my head. I was like, is that a Jane Silent Bob? <laughs> uh, it totally was. My, I love that this man was in this movie, John Stewart. I watched The Daily yes! Show religiously for years because John Stewart is just, he's just so great. And I forgot he was in movies. <laughs> I really forgot that he did some pretty established movies was this right around the time he started the daily show or was this was, before the I think daily it was a little bit of i think he start, might have started in 98 or 99 to be honest mm. could have been like right before it let's see the daily show yeah it was 98 but g- great for you funny thing is is his character's name is mr furlong and he teaches uh i'm, g- I'm guessing this is biology class mm. And yeah, my was, biology teacher in high school uh, was named Mr. Furlong, which is pretty funny. Weird. Weird. I know, right? Uh, the music by Marco Beltrami. We've actually talked about him once before and not for movies that you probably thought uh, we would uh, when you would hear his name, which is usually Scream uh, or Resident Evil okay. or A Quiet yeah. Place. We okay. talked about him when we covered Terminator 3. Oh, <laughs> So another Terminator reference here. Another Terminator right. connection. All just coming together, baby. <laughs> but he's done clear, He's done way better movies than that. But yeah, he did the score for this because, of course, you know, anything Kevin Williamson is attached to, usually Marco Beltrami follows him around, which is mm-hmm. great. So this movie came out on Christmas Day in 1998, which is a crazy, a weird... it's such a weird release date for a movie like this. It's so fucking <laughs> odd. A $15 million budget. $63.2 million at the box office. Not too shabby. Not too especially shabby. Especially in the late 90s. Yeah. If you're, listen, if you're doubling what you put into the movie, it's a success. That's what I just found yep. out. I looked it up. If you can't make 
double what, well, yeah, if you can't make double of what your budget is, you're considered a flop. I don't know. I guess considering all of marketing and all that stuff. Yeah. Gotta have that little cushion. Can we talk about, do we want to talk about the fucking cover for this movie? How it literally just mirrors. We're going to talk about it because we talked about it with the fucking, with Phantoms. Hey guys, let's just take just generic photos of these actors and just plaster them in this stupid ass. Yeah, the the the, well, the other like the other like theatrical poster one is literally the same shit. It looks like uh, they just took stills from the why movie. Why is Usher on the cover? He's in the movie for two minutes. <laughs> He's literally barely in the movie, like legit. He oh, was, uh, but he was a uh, a recording artist by this time. I, if I yes, if I remember correctly, in the trailers for this, it did. I read this this little tagline here that says, you know, it's got schools out forever. I'm pretty sure they did play schools out. By uh, whatever it is, Alice by Cooper. Uh, Alice Cooper. And then I'm pretty sure in the trailer, the trailers, not in the movie. Did you like the sure. version of uh, another brick in the wall that was done in this movie? Right. I'm oh, not a big fan good. of the original, but it was fine. Oh, I love it. Actually, I like Corn's version the best, but yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Like I don't nut hard over it. Like I know a lot of people are like, oh fuck, <laughs> just oh, Pink Floyd. Oh my god. Like, um. <laughs> So Angela, you did say that there was so Summer Phoenix played uh, her character's name was Fuck You Girl, and then yeah. John Abrahams, whoever the hell that is, played Fuck You Boy. Let's see what he's in? Come uh, on, John Abrahams. But uh, so there was two characters who had very oh, similar fuck. names to this, and one of them was Oh God, tell me. Go up, go up. No, no, no. I just want to make sure. I okay, go ahead. You say the first one. He's in Scary Movie, and he's in the 2005 House of Wax. Yeah, that one. Listen. I really want to rewatch this movie because so many people that talk about House of Wax from 2005 today yeah. seem to like it. Really? I've always heard the opposite. It was it's the same, shit. Dude, it still blows my mind that people today, like how many people today, when you talk about Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, people love that movie. And listen, I have watched it recently and it is a good movie. I think it's it a is. good movie. It is a good movie. If you just ignore the fact that it has nothing to do with Michael Myers, yeah. which is fine because yeah. that was the intention. But the yep. fact is, is that back when I was a kid, I remember going to the movie to like Hollywood video, which was, I didn't, we didn't, I don't think we had a blockbuster in my town. It was Hollywood video, which is the same fucking thing. Yeah. We go in there and you like, I was obsessed with watching all of the Halloween movies, but I was like, I, you know, Michael Myers, I wanted Michael Myers. So like when you go to, the, to rent and you saw Halloween three, I remember renting it going you know just like probably everyone everyone did when they were a kid or when they rented it for the first time expecting one thing and getting another and they were like well that was awful but it's crazy now to just see the amount of people who are just in love with Halloween 3 who put Halloween 3 in like their top 3 all time Halloween movies and it's just wild because when I was a kid that wasn't even remotely the case there was so much hate for that movie well I mean no that's no, no, that's fair. I mean, that, I think it's a valid thing to bring up because even for me, like I'd always heard that growing up, like I didn't really watch the Halloween movies. Like they didn't interest me. I was Friday the 13th guy. So like when it came to watching those, I remember people saying like, I had one guy tell me, you should watch Halloween three. Nobody likes it because I'd always heard this because it doesn't have Michael Myers, but it's actually a good movie. And I remember it was on AMC during their horror fest when they had all the horror movies on. And I yeah. went, I've, I remembered what time it was going to be. I looked ahead. They were showing, I, I adamantly went out of my way to watch that movie. It's been a long time. Watch that movie just to see what all the hubbub was at. I liked it. 
I thought it was an enjoyable movie, but I had no precedence. But that's why I used to hate Friday the 13th uh, Part 5. But I actually like it now, even though it's not Jason. But I like it now because I like the characters in the movie. Right, the, you can go back and as, a, as an adult. Song. Yeah, you go back as an adult. You watch those movies in a different with a different lens. Yeah, as they say. Yeah, but I just or, your, or or you could just you know pull your head out of your ass, whatever analogy you want to use. But there you go. Both that work. <laughs> your eyeballs just mm. don't work as well now, so it doesn't matter. That's true. It's <laughs> true. You're old and you're senile. You don't understand. Oh man, are you guys ready to talk about this plot? Let's do it. Absolutely. All right, let's do this. So this movie opens up to a screaming Robert Patrick. He's just screaming. Oh, he's so fucking he livid, is the dude. Angriest football coach I've ever seen in a movie or in real life. Oh, this it's man bad. is fucking just raging on these <laughs> high school kids to the point where, like, I swear, like, if that was today, if this coach was doing this today, high school, like, half the team would quit. No, absolutely. Or or he'd get fired, most likely. But Jesus, he's calling them pussies. He's like, just, he's just going, he's like, you're a, you fucking suck. You all fucking suck. Fuck you. (laughs) I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, he's like, holy shit. I just love it when he walks over and he flips the whole table. I'm like, damn, he's strong. He just flips the whole table. Not the coolers. He goes so extra and it's so great. So, of course, he does that and he's on his he's kind of like down on one knee. I don't know if he's tying his shoe or something and somebody walks up that you can't see. He's like, what? can I help you? And then it just goes to black. Yeah. Like, oh, so there's literally there has to be no budget at the school because and it's it's great that the, the faculty all meets up in the faculty like break room and they're talking about like who's going to get what and like no one's getting anything and they're like, yeah, because you're going to give it all to the football team. She's like, yeah. Because on Fridays, do you see the football stands? Do you see the stands at the game? They're full. <laughs> yeah, that means this town is a football town. There, Jim. Actually, I don't remember if, what the character's name was, but <laughs> that guy. What the hell was that guy's name? Who the place, is that the, guy? The, the the history teacher, or whatever. What was his name? Stan. Is it? Is it no, no, no. Yeah, Stan was yeah, one of the John sp- Tate. Yeah, he Daniel von Bargen is the actor's name. He, oh, he was in Super Troopers. He was Chief yes. Brady. Damn. Yeah, I knew I recognized him. Oh, he was Mr. Like, Kruger. He was Mr. Kruger in Seinfeld, too. Yeah, he is so He's good so at playing, like, good. a cynical dickhead. But, like, also that same dude that just does not give a fuck. He's great. Like, it's so awesome. He was in Silence of the Lambs? Oh, he was one of the cops when uh, Hannibal escapes. Oh, man. Yeah, he's always great at playing an asshole. But, yeah, and I just love the fact that the principal... He's just like, yeah, we're a football town. So, yeah, we're going to give all the money. We're going to give them the new jock straps, the new chin guards, the new helmets, the new jerseys. And then they're all just like, fuck this place. And so yeah. all the teachers just hate their lives. They hate their jobs. I don't know how they're even getting paid. Are they even getting paid? They're getting they're paid like five dollars in a fucking bag of Skittles. Like <laughs> there's like a thing on there that says they don't they're not supposed to turn the fucking air conditioning on. It's t- it's awful. This is the worst fucking school <laughs> this ever. School sucks. Except for the old, the old lady teacher. Oh, which oh, was the really old one? The really old one. She's just like, I'm here. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the she wasn't even teacher. paying attention. And they're all assholes to each other. Except all yeah. of them. She was told that they couldn't get um 
they couldn't get computers or whatever. And she's just like, oh, okay. And then she just goes back to doing what she's doing. Oh, the the drama teacher. She just, she's so nice. She's like, oh, the kids really want to do a different play this year because we keep doing the same one every year. Yeah. Like, well, we don't have the budget for that. Oh. And then, of course, like, they, they're leaving the school and the drama teacher asks one more time about doing a certain play. And they're like, well, if you can take the same set that you used in last year's and just repurpose it, yep. then sure. Why not? And she's like, Oh darn, I left my keys inside. <laughs> oh yep, no. Yep. What's going to happen. <laughs> so she goes back inside. She goes back to her office and that's when she runs into the coach. And he's acting really weird, telling her she's really pretty and just being creepy. She's yeah. like, yeah, um, I'm going to go. Just, um, yeah, just get away from me, please. And he just Asks keeps... He's drunk or whatever again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he then stat, like, st- he asks for a pencil, and she gives him the pencil, and he just shoves the pencil through her hand. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I always wanted to do that. Yep. Yeah, because he like takes he takes her hand, turns it over, and just like, eh, it made me hurt. Yeah, it was. So it was it right was, uh, right through the middle. Yeah, you see it. Mm. It's wonderful. Yep, right through the meaty bits. Yep. Yeah, so she fights yeah. with him. She runs through the school. Oh, and. She, you get the the scene where she sees the drama teacher outside the door. She runs. She's like, "You gotta help me get out of here!" And then you I get the, my key. yeah. So she's got to go back to her office, get her keys, go back to the door, and that's when the coach is down at the end of the hall. And this is when you get your kind of another Terminator reference of him doing kind of the Terminator run uh, yeah, at yeah. her. And of course, she gets out right in the nick of time, which is like perfect, and. You think everything is going to be okay. Like she's like, yeah, I pretty much, I beat you, you know, fuck you type deal. And the fucking drama teacher just starts stabbing her with a, with a pair of scissors. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then she goes, I've always wanted to do that. Yep. You're like, what the fuck? But here's my question. All right. And spoil, you know, we always spoil movies in this, in the <laughs> show. So don't really need to do a spoiler warning. Um, so, do these creatures like fully heal the bodies that they're host like the hosts? Because like they're being stabbed. Like she gets stabbed a lot by these pair of scissors. And then like you see her again later and she seems perfectly fine. Like her body is back to normal. There must be something like that. Cause there's another thing that happens later in the movie too. That would very much it have to explain that. But right. Robert Patrick's character, you know, he gets she gets him on the cheek. Right. And the next day and on the head and the next day, it's still, it's like still scarred. there. It's still visible. Yeah. It's right, scarred. Right. Yeah. That did, that would be a really fast healing. So yeah. Cause the next day, but because uh, you'd have scabs if it was like a normal person, they, if you got cut up or whatever, or bleeding like that, you'd have scabs. You wouldn't just be healed the next day. I don't heal that fast. I don't know. Well, true, but she gets stabbed a lot. But she doesn't show up till a good deal after. That's true. She probably has healed by then. But you you also don't see her hand or anything. It's true. So. And she probably doesn't fully die because I think they need some kind of living host. Right. Yeah. Really... Or a host that can actually like 
because like we see later with the other the older teacher like they tried to yeah. get into her body but it like it like decays too fast because she's got cancer and all that so yeah that was weird yeah we'll get to that scene so good morning from this shitty high school where there's shitty students and shitty teachers there's oh, literally Elijah Wood gets carried by four guys and gets his ball smashed off a fucking flagpole four times. Yeah, yeah he ain't having children. Um, he ruptured damn. a nut. He did something. We did. They popped my gushers. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, the pain. Hey, that is um, topical. Gushers were a more relevant item. In the they are. Gushers. They are if I didn't have gushers in my lunch when I was in elementary school, I was mad. I was yeah, like, so where's mad. My fucking, where's my gushers, Mom? Mom, you bitch. Where's my gushers? Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. So you also meet the shitty, um, I can't remember. What was her name? Delilah, played by Jordana Brewster. She sucks. Ah, she, she treats her boyfriend sucks, like dude. shit. The only reason she's with her boyfriend because he's the starting quarterback for the football team. But, she's the head yeah. cheerleader. Yep. And um, we meet Josh uh, Josh Hartnett, who's the pretty much just the school drug dealer. Yeah. And he, uh, he meets up. He meets up with a rapist and his friend. Danny Masterson's a racist. Oh, a rapist. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes um, sense. Okay. In yeah. real life. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll explain why. Well, he's not and, there, and there as fuck up one. <laughs> Yep. And fuck up too. And fuck up too. Yeah. <laughs> so like, okay. They don't need names. It's okay. Yeah. That's that works for me. So yeah, they meet up with him to get some some drugs and then they go into the bathroom and do that. While that's happening, Elijah Woods nursing himself back to health as he's just he's in rough fucking shape, man. I do actually like this whole beginning sequence where it's like all this stuff's going, it's just jumping between characters, like in this whole little thing and like just bouncing around to them, seeing what's going on with them in this whole opening. I, I like, Did you I like the like title it. cards for everybody? Just kind of showing who they were. It's, yeah. it's like, like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm going to forget your names as I oh, did absolutely. in most of my notes. Yep. I am the worst. When it comes to doing notes for movies, I am the worst with names. I won't figure out somebody's name until like halfway through unless somebody's name gets repeated a lot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So we go back to the teacher's lounge, the the faculty lounge. We should call it that since that's the title of this movie. Uh, all the, t- all the teachers are fun as hell, man. You got, uh, John Stewart's Edward Furlong. I guess that was his name. Another Terminator reference. Since I was the actor who played John Connor in Terminator two. Yep. Uh, he is the biology teacher. <laughs> he is, talking with Selma Hayek's character who is the nurse yes. and yep. she is not feeling well and I love the fact where it's like well why don't you just go home she's like because I'm saving up all my time for when I'm not sick and I'm like yep. yeah sh- yep. you show them <laughs> fuckers <Yep. laughs> that's how you do it and then that's when he says the line of like well I might as well just put a pencil in my eye which is like oh foreshadowing Ooh. <laughs> Oh man, we we got Mr. Tate, who is I think the English is he the English teacher? Is he the English or the history teacher? Because he talks be about family I think, lineages. I think English was um Femke Jensen's character. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, maybe uh, Mrs. Mrs. Miss Burke. Uh he's just miserable, just drinking on the job. He's got his yep. his flask that he hides in the the lounge, but he's also pretty much pouring it in his coffee and drinking it while he's teaching classes. 
<laughs> but like that, like I agree. Like I would be the same way. Like fuck this school, fuck this district. Yeah, yeah just yeah. Whatever he's got to do to get through the day. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, I, I had to. I had to make a note about Josh Hartnett's hair in this movie because it looks terrible. She's always complained about that. Always, it's, it's terrible. Like, it's Cut awful. The damn hair. It's funny. His hair on the cover of the movie looks way better. <laughs> Probably the very bitch about like his hair looks fucking terrible. Why'd you film this movie? Like, change the poster, oh, damn it! Terrible. So all the teachers are fun, as I said earlier. The coach walks in though, and he just starts drinking a lot of water. Just he's continuing just to, and uh, Mr. Furlong's just like, oh, coach seems thirsty today. <laughs> what is it like a pregame ritual or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when the other teacher, Mrs. Mrs. Olson. The drama mm-hmm. teacher. She comes in. She's looking different though. She's got the straightened hair. She's looking looking better than she did the day before. Yeah. And that's when you get the your thing where coach turns around and is like, oh, Miss o- Mrs. Olsen, you're looking pretty today. And you're like, well, that's weird to say. <laughs> exactly. And like, no, like she's looking all like proper and stuff. Like she actually gives yeah. a shit. It's pretty cool. So Stan, the football player, the quarterback, his girlfriend continues to suck. She just literally yeah. anytime he tries to show affection towards her, she just pretty much is like, ew, ew, ew. I like the Ugh, first time he tries to give her a kiss. He's like, this was, what is it, like $200 like L'Oreal or Estee Lauder or some shit that took me two hours to apply. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. I, I was like, that's a lie because what I can apply lipstick in like five seconds. I don't think it was two hours. I think it was like 20 minutes, but it was still the fact of like, what? It was a long time. Holy shit. Like, like really? And you got the new girl who who goes up to the, there's two girls sitting like against uh, the stairs. One of them is uh, Robert Rodriguez's sister, the one with the piercing. Yeah, Mary Beth. Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson. Yeah, she asks about like where... Um, what did what did she say? Like how to get to the counselor's office? She's looking to get somewhere. She asks a couple people. They don't even answer. They're like, "Okay, thanks." I really like uh, what you did with the piercing. It really, you really look great. <laughs> no, yeah, like, and she always introduces herself with her full name. Yep, every time she says it. She also meets. Uh, I called her Goth Stokely. Girl until I figured it Stokely. Yeah, again. Like I said, people in my notes, no one has a name, but just a description of who they are until I hear their name multiple times in the movie. And then I remember their names. So don't yell at me for this shit. You know how this goes. We're only 78 episodes into this. Not going to change, guys. (laughs) Even though everybody's name was in the. Do you think I remember that? (laughs) Fuck no, I don't remember it either. At the time, I was, probably writing a, I was probably behind writing a note from something that happened five minutes before. And then I looked up, I was like, oh, <laughs> I just Names. know them by their, by their class in the film, like their distinction. Like this is their role, yeah. the archetype. I just remember Casey because he is always getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I'm just kidding. Bud. So Casey finds something on the football field. Oh, but so but before when uh, Mary Beth meets Stokely. They're having a chat, and that's when Delilah comes up, and she's just continues to suck. She tells her about how she tells Mary Beth about how Stokely's a lesbian. I was like, okay, whoa, 
scary. I don't know. It's supposed to react or something. I don't know what's happening. Small town. That's terrifying. It, it, it clearly doesn't seem to bother Mary Beth either, even though she, no, like no, the no. way that they kind of portray her is like that, like innocent Southern girl, like the one who's like, oh, I don't know about that. Like yeah. I was raised a Christian. Yeah. Not saying that's what all Southern people are like, but it's most of them. Um, Angela can attest. No typing. <laughs> Just Angela, come around on, here, you know. <laughs> around here, that's how it is. We know. I've driven through North Carolina. <laughs> you should see what it's like. You should There's see what it's so like. So many churches. <laughs> oh my god! You have no idea. They will stick a church in any fucking building they can find. I swear so to like God. Like a Seven Eleven with a church attached. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they will. Dude, they have them in trailers. The pastor's gonna Legit. do his sermon on Sunday, and then he's gonna serve some hot dogs off of that machine that makes them spin. They got on the rollers. I just pissed off everybody who watches us from the South. Um, So Casey brings (laughs) Casey finds something. Casey finds something on the football field and he gets questioned by the coach. Really fucking hardcore. Oh Yeah, he does. What the fuck are you doing here? He's very like, like he's not yelling at him, but he's just like super scary, man. He's like very imposing. He's like, you know, you should play some. You should play football. You're pretty fast. He's like, yeah. The only the only time I like to run is when I'm running away from something, and that's when he kind of like gets a little little bit more intimidating. You're like, oh my god, I'd be scared. I'm not even in the same room as this man. Casey brings the thing to Mister Furlong, and. They study it, and it looks like a new species. Angel's holding back something. No, it's just what he said. Oh, you always do laughing because you know it's true. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Lord. you're from the same area as as you're from. Technically, around the same area. Not to, to, to change the subject. So, where Mary Beth's from? She's from Atlanta. Yeah. She's from well, South of Atlanta. East. So, there you go. Random connection. <laughs> Just going to cut that other part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cut that part and leave all the times I'm just saying I cut that part and everybody's like, what please, part did please. he cut? People will ask <laughs> about it. I'm like, I don't know. But by the, time, I, by the time, if somebody's like, dude, what did you guys cut? I'm like, I don't remember. It's going to be lost to time. Oh, people are going to be like, so confused. We watch, we watch, or no, we talk about these movies, and I make a mental note, like, oh, when you make the tweet, I'm going to write something quirky about what we talked about. Nope. I can't <laughs> even remember what we talked about. Like, shit. <laughs> oh, man. So the new species. The the <laughs> so they find out that it's a new species, or what they think might be a new species, but they're going to send it to the university, because that's what you always do when you can't figure shit out. Send it to the university. Yeah. And um, they find out it can replicate itself. It looks like a little slug. And it's swimming around the tank, and then it splits off in two, and, prof- and Mr. Furlong just sticking his hand in there like, little buddy. Yeah. Like, what are you like, doing? Like, yeah. How would you put what your hand in there? Dude, you you little, this, thing, this thing hits the water. It, get, it It's revived by water and then sprouts all these tendrils. The last thing I'm going to be doing is just jamming my hand in that tank. I'm <laughs> Come sorry, here, little buddy. Dude. Let me pet you. <laughs> Like, get your hand out of there, weirdo. <laughs> and it bites him. <laughs> Idiot. And you find out that Zeke is very, very smart. But yet he stayed back. This is his second senior year. And you're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Gotta have a hustle. 
so uh, Stan wants to quit the football team and he talks to the coach about it during, I guess, swim class. I don't fucking know what the hell is happening here. And uh, the coach seems fairly cool about it. He's like, yeah, you know, kind of, at first he's a dick about it. He's like, oh, it seems pretty ironic that uh, my star quarterback wants to quit the, the day before playing the one team that could kick our ass. He's just like, oh, and he's like, but, you know, I'm not going to stand in front of anybody who wants to make a life change. He's like, I'm so confused. I thought you were going to kill me. <laughs> he's like, I thought you were going to read me, coach. Now, what kind of human being would do that? What kind of human being would I would I be if I did that? And I was like, ha <laughs> you, uh, you see Usher for the first. Well, actually, I think this is like the second time you see Usher, but the first time wasn't really relevant enough. Mm-hmm. So you see him in the locker room with another guy who's given Casey shit and then Stan stands up, <laughs> stand stands up for him. Oh, ah, and he's going to and then you get the line where he's just like, why do you take why do you take that shit? And I was like, wait, what what is he talking about? Why do like I he, take a shit? I have to. I mean, no, <laughs> yeah, I like, if, if you got it in there, you got to push it out. Um, <laughs> So he goes <laughs> So Stan Everybody goes poops to, but you. Yeah. yeah. So Stan goes to take a shower in the prison shower. I mean, a high school shower room. What the fuck? <laughs> My I high school did not like have that. a shower room like that. Holy shit! That th- it was huge. Like this school did not look ours. like it had more than four hundred kids in there. That that shower room must have. It was like a hundred <laughs> showers. That's why the football team gets all the money. Yeah. It had to be because oh, our arps. Holy our shit. locker rooms there, you know, we had proper locker rooms, but I mean, there were a few like shower stalls, but it wasn't nothing like that. So Stan takes a shower and without should, the soap, without the rope. Without, Go with, ahead. Yeah. Um, and who should wander in, but Mrs. Brummel, naked Mrs. Brummel, old naked Mrs. Brummel. And she is not looking so good. She, you know, is asking for help. And then, it just gets weird because Stan kind of embraces her. And as he embraces her, her fucking side of her head starts to peel off. Oh, it's what? already weird before then because she comes in and she starts stripping her clothes off. Oh, like, yeah. You're like, whoa, what is happening? He's like, dude. Like, like old lady <laughs> naked bodies. We don't. Stan's just sitting there thinking to himself, God, why does this turn me on? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to You're oh, going to kill Lord. him. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I'm going to split an incision. <laughs> I'm sorry, Parker. I'm so sorry. That was horrible. You can cut that out, please. So, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, he's like, no, I'm leaving that one in. <laughs> so Casey goes in and she and he calls for help. Which at uh, least he was smart to do that. He's like, go get help. Like, Yeah. 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 It wasn't just like, I'm just going to leave her here. <laughs> For one, you got to get dressed. It's not like you're going to be able to run to the teacher butt-ass naked. Like, hey, yep. the, the old, that old lady teacher, Mrs. Brummel, she's she's naked. Like, her skin's peeling off. Why are you this naked, is Stan? Is this normal? This is normal, <laughs> normal right? <laughs> oh, Miss uh, Mrs. Olson talks to the talks to Stan and um Casey. Because they, she tells them about how that that Mrs. Brummel had cancer or has cancer, and she wasn't doing well, and they thought that she was going to be able to make it to the end of the year, but it's probably not going to happen, and they can't say anything to anybody. Like they got to kind of keep it to themselves. And as all this is happening, Casey's sitting on the bench, like looking outside in his camera, 
And the coach is just standing in the middle of the field, in the middle of the sprinklers, just getting soaked. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Must be some kind of pregame ritual. (laughs) I wish everybody just said that. Every time the coach does something weird, like, I'm just a pregame ritual. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Casey and Delilah investigate the faculty lounge. This is where you kind of see a little bit better. Like, Delilah is not the shittiest person. But she's still shitty. But I no, love that Casey stands that. up. He stands up to her and pretty much calls her like, hey, you could be a nice person if you weren't an absolute fucking bitch. And she's like, are you hitting on me? Like, oh, fucking God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. I mean, like, just hit her in the head with a board, please. Uh, They hear teachers coming into the room, so they hide in the closet. And the coach and the drama teacher, Mrs. Olsen, come in. They are drinking a lot of water at the um, water cooler, talking about stuff, about like people getting acclimated to things. And that's when Selma Hayek comes in and they attack her. They implant the slug into her and do a bunch of shit. And that's into when, her ear hole. Into her ear. Yeah. Weird. And, um, that's when Casey and Delilah in the closet, they knock, they knock into the back of the closet and freaking Mrs. Brumble's body just falls on him. So they run out and guess who's back. But Mrs. Drake, the principal, she's looking better than ever. Like she, oh, actually, yeah. looks, she actually looks good. <laughs> I was like, <Yeah>. damn. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they try to tell her everything and she's kind of, you know, you know that she's possessed by whatever this is. So she's acting funny, and so they call the cops, and they also call the parent, uh, Casey's parents. Well, actually, they they call Delilah's parents, but I guess they couldn't get a hold of her, or they they couldn't find her or something. So who should be Casey's parents? Put Christopher McDonald as his dad, and uh, I don't know who the mom was. I didn't look her up. Uh, Libby Valari. But they, it's okay. Chris, Christopher McDonald steals every scene that he's in anyways. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, you know, are trying to prove what they saw is real, but it ends up being, well, you know, of course they fucked with everything. So it turns out to be the uh, CPR doll. Yeah. And Mr. Connor is pissed. So they get home after all this is over and they take like everything from him, even his porn. How dare you take his porn? Oh, the dad was so excited to take his porn. What was the thing he says? Something doing something to the bishop. The the masturbation analogy. It's like no more rubbing the bishop or something like that. Yeah, some shit like that. I was like, that's a new one on me. But they don't take his computer away, so he's still able to go on his computer and do whatever he needs to do. Well, it looks like they grab something like, ah, oh, no more internet for you, but I think they just grabbed a random thing because they don't know. Yeah. It's like the typical parents from that era don't know anything about the internet kind of thing. So. Right. So Casey clearly has never tried to sneak out of his house before because he fails epically. He falls off his roof, and then he thinks he sees a bunch of the faculty coming to attack him, but it turns out to be nothing. And the dad's just like, get the fuck back in the house. What are you doing? He's still carrying one of the, the magazines. 
Yeah. Oh, man. The next day is a very weird day at school. Uh, The teachers are all being weird. The students are being called to the office a lot. Like every few minutes, there's new kids being called down to the office. Uh, Then you see a bunch of students that are acting very weird. And this is where you see the uh, the fuck you girl and the fuck you boy. But the fuck you boy is acting weird. He's kind of just sitting there taking everything as the girls is like, you son of a bitch. It's like, say something, say something, you fucking pussy. And he's just like. Yeah, slapping the shit at him. He's just like, and he just looks over at uh, Zeke and who was who was Zeke with? Oh, he was with um, the, the teacher, right? Was it no, no? It was was it Mary Beth? Or was oh, it yeah. the teacher? No, it was with I was with Mary Beth because that's when Zeke runs into Mrs. Burke. We did mention that yeah. earlier. Mrs. Burke or Miss Burke finds or goes to Zeke's car when he's trying to when he's selling drugs out of the back of his car. And he's, she's, you know, she's like, you can't, you can't be doing stuff like this on school grounds. And he's like, well, technically I'm sitting in my car. And then he tries to sell her chocolate laxatives or ultra magnum (laughs) condoms. Yes. Cherry flavor. Yeah. And she's like super shy and, you know, and all that. Reserved and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But now she looking, she looking hot and she is just fucking drilling into him pretty much calling him a useless piece of shit like you're a smart dude but you fucking suck and where are your parents at huh your parents never home yet because your parents don't love you like all that type of shit and he's just she's just fucking she is punching like if punching him in the face without actually punching him in the face yes yeah i like that whole scene though where zeke's walking through the courtyard though because he's just like realizing like something's fucking going on here yeah but it's before he even sees you know, fuck you, boy and girl. They're like arguing or whatever. But like, he just seems like something seems really off. Well, you got the the students lining up at the water fountain. Like, yeah, weirdly, just kind of chilling there, and you're like, eh, what the hell's going on here? So the yeah, so uh, you got Mary Beth is hanging out with Zeke. You had Stokely hanging out with Casey. Uh, you find out that Stokely has a crush on Stan, so she's not really a lesbian she's just pretending to kind of keep people away from her because you know being a lesbian is terrible in 1990 um stokely and casey talk about what happened what's happening and it, that is very reminiscent to invasion of the body snatchers and that's what stokely's like no it's not it's not like that at all yeah. <laughs> you get another meetup with delilah and stan to talk about what's happening you you notice that Delilah's got glasses now, which is kind of like one of those. And her hair of, back. Yeah, her hair is different. She's just saying that she's kind of incognito. It's like, no, you still look the same. But I usually wear contacts. But then you realize, mm, that should have been a first indication yep. that she's not who she seems. And they pretty much determine like aliens are taking over the school. That's kind of like how what they all just determine, except for Stan, who's just like, what, what the fuck is going on here? Like, I'll humor you guys. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. He don't know what's going on. And in the other room, you find out that Zeke steals shit from the science department to make his yep. drugs. And then him and Mary Beth make out, which raises some questions at the end of the movie. Um, Mr. Furlong shows up to his class and everyone's like, uh, okay, what's going on? Oh, just wondering where the hell the freaking thing is that we brought in. Where's the alien? Where's the creature thing? And he's like, oh, well, I sent it up to the university. 
and that's when they kind of throw out there the fact of like, oh, we think that aliens are taking over the school. And he's just like, well, that's crazy. And then locks the door unsuspiciously and then attacks them all. And he takes them all on. He's just throwing everyone around until Zeke finally stabs him in the eye. Ironically. Well, well, first he rips the the paper cutter. He takes the blade off of the old school paper. Cuts his fingers off. Yeah. And then they grow the, the each finger grows the little tendrils and. And then, uh, yeah, that's when he stabs him in the eye with the drugs and he freaks out. And then you find out, oh, so the drugs cause. Like th- that's this is what their weakness is, is whatever is in the drugs. Mm-hmm. So the whole school is pretty much compromised. So they all leave. I love when the football team tries to attack Zeke's car. You know, run by Usher because Usher's now the head honcho. Now the stand quit. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they go to Zeke's house where he has a whole drug lab. His parents are OK because they're never around. Yeah. All right. See, and today, like, unless he was 18, which I'm guessing he was because he was a second year senior. So he had to have been 18, right? So it's okay to leave him home alone for long periods of time. Yeah, he'll be fine. So they study the slug on a mouse. They realize that. So he, I, how the fuck does he kill this mouse by just sticking his finger in the cage? Just, yeah. It looks like he just takes two fingers <laughs> and like, like <laughs> yeah, sure. That bitch. That mouse is dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Squeakums. But you find out that the slug, it dries out its host. So that's why they constantly need to have water. It's and also increases the body temperature, too. Yes. That's also another reason to drink. So they pretty much determine that it just, yeah, it constantly needs to have need to be moist or have water so that so they determine that there's got to be that all of these so like all of the faculty is compromised then you got the students as well but there always has to be a queen so they determine that there's got to be a queen but they also it's one of those we also get that the thing kind of throwback where everybody doesn't know who oh one of us could be the you know could uh, be the slug or whatever and so they have to do the experiment where well the drug fucked it, it killed Mr. Furlong so everyone's going to have to snort some drugs to determine who it is everyone does it Mary Beth fights it because she says she's allergic she's allergic and, to aspirin or something like that or something yeah. like that it would, it would kill her you get the whole thing where like I love the fact that like they're taking these drugs and they're also being affected by them as well so like Casey takes it. Stan takes it. They're laughing their asses off because they've never <laughs> done shit like this before. And Zeke yeah. tries to get out of it because he's like, I never test my own product. Or I never, you know, use my own product. Yep. But he ends That's up taking it. Yeah. You don't use the shit you're trying to sell. It's big brain. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so you get the whole thing between Mary Beth and Delilah where they're the last two. And Delilah, you find out Delilah is the one who is the alien, which is which if you think about it, when she's wearing her glasses, she wears contacts. Well, the contacts would dry out your eyes, Mm -hmm. which would affect the aliens. So (coughs) 
that's why it's kind of if if you've already known the whole thing and then you go into it again you'd kind of pick up on that pretty early well then also he uh, uh i'm pretty sure at this point sometime in this uh zeke explains what it is it's it's well it's caffeine pills and like how household chemicals but of course caffeine's a diuretic which drives you right, out right right yep so that's that's why it takes people out i love that it's alert that it's weakness is caffeine <laughs> have some coffee Everybody's, to be honest, everybody's Coffee weakness every is caffeine. Everybody's weakness is caffeine. Has to be. Doesn't it? I drink coffee every day. Does it really help me? Not really. It just tastes Currently good. drinking coffee. It just kills me. Maybe I'm an alien parasite. <gasps> Could be. I can't. I just can't do it. So with Delilah becoming the alien, or well, I mean, she was the alien the whole time, uh, she destroys the lab, mean, <laughs> meaning it only leaves a little bit of drugs left for whatever way they're going to have to try to figure out to stop the queen or stop you know the spread so they take what's left of the drugs they go back to the school there's a big football game going on so this was actually filmed at an actual texas high school and there was an actual football game going on at the time and they actually paid people in the stands who were watching the game to wear certain apparel so it matched the school it's so this scene makes me laugh though. I was watching the scene laughing. Like the fact that like Usher's character tackles a guy and just pins him to the ground. No one sees this happening of him just like puking a fucking slug into this dude's like eh. <laughs> Like at least I, I, some of the shots at least like they seem like they try because they just pile everybody on top of them. It's so funny. Right? Though. It's uh. ridiculous. Especially like the amazing fucking clothesline <laughs> on that one dude. Just what boom. Yeah. I was like, I've never seen that ever. I've seen multiple movies, like football movies, where they have, dude, clotheslines and other dudes. Like, well, that never happens in football, ever. No, no. But it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so the the football team is worming the opposing football team. And you get the the shot of Robert Patrick to stand on the sideline with a big-ass smile on his face. Oh, yeah. He's elated. He loves it. This is when you get the rendition of another brick in the wall, mm-hmm. which actually I, I like this version. So they all come to the determination that the principal is the queen. So they need to find where Mrs. Drake is and kind of draw her into the gym and pretty much kill her. And she shows up and she's questioning everything and then she gets a net thrown on her and then Zeke ends up shooting her or no do they stab do they st- no they don't stab her with the drugs yet they fucking Mary Beth has the big bag of it and she just fucking throws yeah. it on her and she's just like I love the the effect oh. though of like the body just kind of dissolving yeah yeah like god damn why are you using so many drugs then you but then later on in the movie you're like oh well that's why she did that she uses literally all of it. The rest of what they have left. Yeah. yeah. Except for a couple pens. Uh, the coach and the team, they're soaking up all that rain. You get the scene where um, the coat, like they, all the tendrils are coming out of like the coach's face and everything as they're like yeah. absorbing the rain as it comes down. Cause Stan goes out there to see, cause they, they, they got the principal. So they're like, Oh, well it should be over. So Stan goes out there to see if everybody is is good, and no, they're not. 
you also get the you also get the kiss between Stan and Stokely, and you're like, oh, that's a cute couple. And uh, after all that, he comes back and wants to come back in. He's like, nope. nope, not until you do the test. Yep, and then uh, he doesn't. He ends up pouring it out, and you're like, well, no shit. And so they they don't have anything left, but um. Zeke's like, well, I, I might got, some, I might have some back in my car. We'll go back to my car. We'll we'll go see what. Um, I'll go see if there's anything left. So him and Casey go out there. They're kind of like the football team's kind of just walking around. It's like a video game. It's like a level of a video game where it's like, all right, avoid the football team and get to the car. <laughs> yeah. Get the drugs and get back to the school. The player, the football players look around. What was that noise? Oh, it was just the wind. They could have made a video game on this movie. Like this would have yeah. been a great setting for a video game. Yep. So they would have fucked it up, probably. <laughs> so yeah, they go out there, and they Zeke actually tells Casey that he's kind of a distraction, so yeah. he has to distract the football team, and then he ends up running into um, Delilah on the bus, and the fact that he is able to jump through the roof so yeah. fast to avoid her and the football players that are <laughs> on the bus now is it blows my mind. Well, he does it. Zeke gets back to his car. He ends up running into Miss Burke. And they get into a tussle. She fucks up his car, which made me sad. Because it's such yep. a nice car. Yep. You can see the and, pipe in the, the, the passenger side where it blows the smoke out. <laughs> yeah, she was pointing that out. I was like, oh. I was like, that, that wasn't there. You probably see like the the bars on the top of the show that's got a roll cage in it. Probably it doesn't belong there. Ah, so we'll edit it out and post. <laughs> she crashes through the window. She's trying to she's trying to infect him to the point where though he he buckles his seatbelt, he crashes into the bus, and he and she shoots out the windshield, and her head gets fucking taken off, and then her head grows little legs. And just spiders its way away. It's like, oh, that's another thing reference. Yeah, yeah. And I love her. I love the expression on her face. This is like, oh, yeah. On her body, away. trying to find her head. <laughs> Any movie. Kind of- hey, over here, over here, you yeah. dig big fucking idiot. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. So you then find out that Mary Beth is the queen. Because her and Stokely are having a conversation in the gym, and that's when she kind of exposes herself and becomes the queen. She becomes this gigantic slug and chases Stokely into the pool. This is a really cool scene, by the way, where they jump, where she's running around the Stokely's running around the pool, and Mary Beth, the slug, jumps in, and it's like a very Jaws-like scene where it's like the the water they, you could see it coming. And it ends up grabbing her with the tentacles, dry, uh, drawing her underwater. Well, this and, at this point, um, Casey's showing up too because he's around during this. Not the initial like when she starts chasing, because he, but he's in the pool because he's like, "Oh God, we're gonna get her out of the pool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she when he, when she does oh, yeah, get he because he pool, just shows up like, "Oh, I made it back," and he's like, "What the?" F- <laughs> yeah, <is> exactly. <laughs> and then like when when she grabs Stokely and pulls her in, she just fucking hits her face on that tile and just blood and i'm like oh yes it was profusely bleeding in the pool yeah she gets but i like the the scene where 
you see behind Stokely and you just see the slug. Like it's not there and then it is. It just like yeah. slowly fades in. It's I thought that was really a, cool. It's a great scene. This whole ending is actually really cool. Yep. So they escape. She is able to go back into her human form and, and Mary Beth just naked the rest of this movie. And, boobies. Um, boobies. Yeah. I didn't expect I mean, to you guys get to talk movies. about boobies. There's I'm surprised there wasn't people fucking, to be honest. That never happened in this movie. I was no. really expecting it to. No. I was like, oh, all right. Sure. We have to wait for, Amer- to wait for American Pie to curse on that one. <laughs> so, yeah, she, she chases them into the locker room where Casey runs back into Zeke and Zeke doesn't trust Casey. Well, he makes him take the drugs again. He's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, because, well, they're, well, it was trying to turn because they were trying to turn. Um, Mary, Be- uh, Mary Beth was, was talking to Zeke and trying to convince him that it was. Wasn't it? That was also what's her name? Um, Stokely. Stokely was. And then and Zeke's, Zeke, yeah. and, Zeke, and Zeke's like, why are you naked? And then she realizes like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm naked. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's such a funny. Why are you naked? Yeah, and he, but then you find out that and, Stokely is also possessed. I guess you would mm-hmm. call it. Um, Probably during the water exchange it happened. Right. So. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you get the whole thing in the the locker room. Zeke gets kind of knocked out, and it's like, okay, we'll see you at the end. <laughs> yep. Yep. Not seeing you again, and you find out Zeke is the only one who was never possessed by the aliens like he was never actually um, the only one who wasn't which is wild so this is when you get the final showdown between Casey Dan's leaning in real close to the mic well I was gonna I was gonna say something I was gonna say something oh go ahead well this is where you realize I was reading this and some of the trivia and stuff so take us with the great assault but I, I think what they're coming from is sound when they talk about earlier in the movie, they talk about there being like a queen or a mastermind or whatever, right? Nobody calls it a queen except for Mary Beth. They call it a mastermind. She calls it a queen. Um, so she, because obviously she is, so yeah. she kind of christens the idea. And then um, it's thought that she might not just like regularly infecting people that, that like unless she has to to get it started because she it's, maybe she enjoys the hunt more because where she's trying to convince um stokely to be possessed not just to take her by force right away necessarily right, right, she's right. like oh wouldn't it be better and then she mentions a few times right. later because you mentioned why when she was making out with zeke why didn't she do it then yeah, she didn't want to yeah because she 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 felt bonded with him and with all of those guys it wasn't just if she even says at the point like even me being the way i am you guys can hurt me like acting the way you're acting because she was friends and she she's a, of, of a higher intelligence apparently that she could perceive them as friends or or at least something she has a care of some extent about so yeah. oh she probably well she did all the babies inside of everybody else mm-hmm. but go ahead go ahead you finish but that was just some stuff i read i thought was interesting so yeah so the fact that like zeke is knocked out for the rest of the movie stokely gets locked in the equipment cage and so it's now down to Casey versus Mary Beth. And she gives her bad. She gives her villain speech about making the world a better place and how she, you know, she wants, to, you know, all the fact of like humans suck and all that stuff. And 
I like the fact though where she's walking, like it's Mary Beth's naked body walking down the the center of the locker room, but it's got all the shadow with the yep. tendrils yep. and all that around her. I thought that was really cool imagery. I like I like how her speech ends because she gives this grandiose speech in case she's like, "Well, you can suck my dick," and she's like. <laughs> fine if you're gonna be that way <laughs> it's not even that she's mad about it she's just like fuck this is an inconvenience <laughs> it's it's fantastic so she chases casey into the gym and he runs like behind the bleachers and you get the really cool scene where she actually does she hit the button on accident the button that it's... closes the bleachers or did he I think he does, but I, I could be remembering wrong. Yeah, think? Think it was him. Uh, yeah, it probably was. I think he like ran in and like hit the button as he was going, knowing that she was going to follow him. Yeah. So yeah, so the button gets activated for the bleachers to get retracted back in. And uh, it's really cool because the CG doesn't look terrible. It's 90 CG, so I'm, I'm not going to judge it too harshly, especially the budget. It had $15 million. That's not a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it gets it gets right to the end where it kind of squishes, squishes her, and uh, it turns into a practical slug, which I thought I thought was really cool. Look good, look good. And he ends up he stabs it in the eye with the last remaining bit of drugs. It's like three pens, like two or three pens, because it's not just one. It's like yeah, because she's like, bigger, right. so of course you got to use more. Yeah. And yeah, she dies, but she ends up spitting up a bunch of slugs into his face. And it's a really cool image where the worms are yeah. fucking slugs. Just, <laughs> yeah, like, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to give you a visual. It's like a bukkake, like an alien bukkake. It's like a buckshot of slugs and juice. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Never fails. Never fails. Not but I all. love it where he's just like, ah! He's like screaming and stuff, but then she ends up dying. Mm-hmm. So the slugs end up falling out and dying themselves yeah, because once the queen dies, all of all of them die. Phantom Menace style, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! If I, and everybody's back, you get the the scene where Zeke wakes up magically, and he's like, "Oh guys, I'm so glad everybody's okay. Let's go see our friends." I wonder if they survived. I don't know how right? this all works. But I guess everyone who gets possessed, it just ends for them. But what about the did the principal come back to life? I don't her body melted. Her I don't body. think she came back to life. <laughs> what about Miss Burke came back? And her head did came she? off her body. Yeah, she was in the stands at the end. She waves oh. it. Because Zeke, so Zeke is playing football, which doesn't make any sense to me. The fact that he joins the football team is so stupid. It's <laughs> so stupid. I love he's smoking a cigarette on the field. The coach is giving him shit. I'm like, what? And yeah. then Miss Miss Burke, she's in the stand. She's like waving at him all like, okay, so Zeke's fucking a teacher. That's not weird. Um and oh, yeah, because uh, Miss Burke, Miss Burke, yeah, she got her whole head. She got her head no, chopped off. Yeah. Apparently they they're good at fixing stuff, but like a melted body that is like, ah, oh, we can't do nothing with that. Yeah. And fingers missing. Yeah, because he didn't get his fingers back. No, and he or has his an eye patch on his eyes. Well, if you think about it, though, the people that didn't get anything fixed, they were injured or killed immediately within the time that they were administered the diuretic. 
So the slugs couldn't fix him because, like, he lost his fingers and, like, immediately was stabbed in the eye and the stuff started doing So if the slugs are dying, they can't repair the body. Right, right, right. So, and then what's her name melted? So she got yeah. shot in the head and then just and thrown all in her face and just bleh. Yeah. Stan. can fix that. What now? I don't think you can fix that. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't enjoy a baby powder facial either, but. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. Stan and Stokely are a couple, and Stokely is wearing bright colors now. Like she doesn't dress like a goth anymore. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess fighting and beat defeating aliens changes your choice of clothing. I guess. Sure. Uh, and Casey and Delilah are a couple. I was like, all right, that's another weird one for me, but sure, I'll take it. And yeah. You find out that he is like a big time hero now by the news. Like the news always wants to talk to Casey, but the but pretty much everybody denies what happened. Like people are still talking like, well, we don't know what happened here at the school. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. I do. I do want to give a special shout out to earlier in the movie. We, I, I forgot to mention this, that like, this is all like these characters, like changing roles or becoming accepted or whatever fucking analogy they're using for it. But I want to give like a special shout out to, um, Stan, because he's like one of the few people in this movie before all the shit goes down, or he's like, I'm gonna do something different with my life. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be a fool. He's like, he's like, they tried my, they changed my D to an A. He's like, fuck that, I earned that D. Don't change that. Yeah. I was like, he's, I mean, I like the, I liked his character early in the his movie. His character like, wasn't bad. I feel like they kind of took him out too early. I feel like, I mean, I don't feel Casey should have been the the final like person. I think Stan mm-hmm. fit that a little bit better. Just yeah. kind of the, the role. I mean, yes, I guess you give it to the guy who gets his ass beat every day yeah. to kind of give him that status. But I think or just have them both be part of it. Like, or it's always got to be that one person who does it. Like, no, the fact that like Stan goes out there and then gets possessed and then you never see him until the end. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. there's that guy. Let our victors be the nerd and the fucking drug dealer. <laughs> fucking standard. Are we setting today? I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Oh, but that's it, guys. We get to, actually we get the final like run through of all the characters with their actors' names. You got, I love John, John Stewart's is my favorite because he's got the bandages on his hand trying to hold up a coffee cup. <laughs> he's yeah. just got an eye patch. He's like, eh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like where? It's, uh, yeah, I like the little role where he shows everybody. It's nice. That's yeah, great. And that's it. That is the faculty from 1998. We have any final thoughts on this uh, wonderful film before we move on to our end of show rigmarole? Just go watch it. You won't be disappointed. It's a it's a good monster movie, dude. Legit, like it's it's good. So this is another movie that kind of I mean, so this actually has a Blu-ray. I mean, so does uh, Phantoms, but um, both UK releases, aren't they? Yeah, but so none of the faculty physical copies have any behind the scenes stuff they don't have any bonus features this movie at least did reasonably successful in its time i don't understand that i think the major thing is because of the weinsteins uh because they still own the rights to most of the stuff and um miramax who's the distributor but we're seeing scream the the scream movies are being put out in 4k i know shell factory or no um paramount put out scream one and two and i think they just didn't know what you did last summer on 4k so 
maybe there's some hope. Hopefully the Weinsteins will sign over their rights and they can put these movies. That'd be nice. Some good uh, transfers. I deserve it. They sure do, because this is a fun one. But if you want to watch this movie, uh, it's on HBO Max as well, and it's on Hulu. So you got a couple options, which Phantoms didn't have any options if you wanted to watch it, unless you wanted to rent it or watch it I on have a one thing, DVD. Go ahead. One thing to say. The the lady that played Mrs. Brummel. What's <laughs> the last movie? She her was? last movie was Dr. S Battles the Sex Craze Reefer Zombies. The movie. The movie. And she was a zombie in it. <laughs> hey, dude, you got to go out. I understand. She's been dead for a while. 13 years now. Damn. That was, that that's was hilarious. Wow. 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 She was in What About Bob? I love that yeah. movie. Golly. I, I, keep, I keep getting told to watch that. What About Bob? Richard Dreyfus. Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus. I love Richard Dreyfus. Uh, she was in The Majestic, Mystic River. Young girls. Good movies. Well, yeah. Live free or die. Allegedly, they're good movies. That's huh? it. That Live is free. the faculty. What a fun movie to talk about. Very excited to uh, continue talking about horror or horror adjacent because next week we're going to be bringing back somebody who has been on the show but hasn't joined us uh with dan and angela uh we are bringing the wonderful i'm just gonna say the wonderful hosts of uh podcasts in the woods because i don't know if one or both will be part of of next week's episode so i'm just gonna say the wonderful hosts of podcasts in the woods are gonna be joining us next week to talk about predator from there's 1987. Yes, there's two of them. There's Boomer sorry, and Gabby. I don't know, dude. I, there's there's too much girl on this podcast as I is. I can't take another one. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Let's not put a stigma on our show. I'm, dude, I'm just kidding. Good <laughs> lord. I'm fine with it. I just I don't give a fuck. I like having more people to talk about stuff. And I'm yeah. I've been looking forward to covering this fucking movie because she's not seen all of it maybe seen all of it so yeah with this but this all so we've talked about the latest entry into the predator uh series prey uh what a month ago month and a half ago and so yeah. it's awesome to then go back to the beginning to where it all yeah. started back in 1987 because i i don't know the last time i actually watched predator but what I'm very excited because I remember this movie just being fucking a fun time. I mean, with, you know, early effects, great performances by just the manliest men to ever oh, dude. the planet. The, the best, like, fucking, like, oh, we'll handshake talk about high that. five. Oh, Whoa. we'll talk about it, baby. There's so much man uh, in that shot. <laughs> so, much, so much sweat. Dude, it's so mad. It's so masculine. If you don't get an erection, there's something fucking wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not it's not anything bad it's just like a i got it kind of thing oh, it doesn't have any it's not, does not affect women at all okay. all these sweaty bros it's all dudes like it's Literally, okay there's one, it's okay. Woman, there's one woman in this movie ah, it's okay if you get a boner you just don't make eye contact what the <laughs> fuck is happening <laughs> you led him on the show that's what's happening. That's true. This is all you. No, this is this is a stellar film. I felt you guys were a package deal. I had to ask one. Both of you had to show up. 
That's true. It's you get the good, you get the bad. He's good like bad. that kid. He's like oh, that kid. Clearly, he's like that kid on the playground. It's like, can I play with you guys too? It's like you have that one guy who's your friend. Like, yeah, you guys want to hang out? I was like, yeah, I can hang out, but I gotta bring my younger brother. You're like, shit. Oh right, no, that's not the younger it's called, brother. It's called sandbagging. <laughs> They won't let me play. Um, and that younger brother oh. steals all your friends, and then you have no friends. <sighs> yeah. I'm not speaking from experience. Um, <laughs> oh, is this why he's not on the show anymore? No, it's just funny that me and my brother have the same like best friend. It's just it's it's funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Predator, I'm very excited to Hopefully we'll have both Boomer and Gabby on the show, but you know, if, yeah. if if it doesn't work out that way, you know, I'm happy with with either one or both. You know, very excited. I mean, don't, dude. I'm just always excited to have guests. It's great. I love when people when I ask people to be on the show and they say yes, and I go alter. alter I wasn't expecting that answer. Yes, it's wonderful. Also, we are going to be talking about Black Adam. That, that, that that's something that should be out before you guys listen to this episode. Uh, we're going to be doing a fresh cut on Black Adam. And then we'll announce what we're going to do our next fresh cut on. Pro- oh wait, what um, uh, Wakanda Forever is coming out, so that'll probably be our ah, next. Ah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so excited. We were, we might still do Hellraiser, but to be honest, we, if we do Hellraiser, we might just do an episode on it, like an actual podcast episode, just because it's been so long. Um, and uh, I really need to, I, I still have like four or five different podcasts that I listen to that are still talking about Halloween ends. And I'm going to, my brain is melting with all these Halloween <laughs> end reviews. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Movie dumpster just did theirs. And I need to it's so to good. It. I People need, need to, to watch I have it. Not. It's so good. It's so Please good. Watch it. I mean, what, what, what don't they make? But also I wanted to shout out again. Uh, another show that I listen to religiously every week. Well, I actually watch their pod. It's one of the few podcasts I actually watch. Uh, Hack the Movies. They covered the faculty about a month ago, and it's very good. So you should check that out either before or after you check out ours. Um, yeah. And check out and a reminder. Oh, good. Sorry. No, no, go, no, go, no, go. I'm sorry. Go. And a, and a reminder. And a reminder. Again, that's not the reason we're covering this show. Blame fucking Dustin. Yeah, Dustin from like, Flicks. You, yeah, yeah, we're not copying. Blame him. <laughs> yeah, Dustin from Flicks and Friends uh, yeah. podcast requested it because I was not prepared for a movie to cover. So yes. there we go. And I'm happy we did it. Yep. You guys all expect all this rambling at the end of the show, so don't get mad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know this how this outro. works. Yeah, exactly. You could have tuned out 10 minutes ago. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Uh, we are, it's, we're still figuring shit out and well, and not really, we haven't really talked much about it, but we're, we're slowly sluggishly figuring out what we're going to do with the Patreon that I haven't even started yet. It's going to come even if it comes in 2023. Like I said, last year at the end of 2021, it's like, Hey guys, if it'll probably be out in 2022. Well, now I'm saying hopefully it'll be out by 2023. Oh, oh, I also didn't mention. Uh, as you're listening to this, the same day that this comes out, we're going to be doing a live show to talk about October. We're going to be talking about all of our Halloween spooktober oh. episodes and uh, what else, Dan? What are we else we got going on? Don't forget to read the comments about the movie. Oh, yes, we do have comments. God damn it. I'm so I'm just so cut this in prepared. earlier. Just, yeah, I know. just cut this and move it forward. 
Uh, let's. No, it just hit me because you were talking about, oh, we're doing a live show. We could talk about stuff. And I was like, oh, fuck! The comments! The comments! All right, so we don't really have a lot of comments that, like, say, like, what they thought about the movie other than they just think it's awesome or they need to see it. Our first one is from the Wheel of Horror podcast uh, who said, damn, I haven't seen this in forever. And then Angela yelled at them. It was all out of love. You did what? You just, like, disrespected them? She just said, go watch it it now! now. What are you waiting (laughs) for? We have Philly's finest 88 Philly. I love you, buddy. Even though your team just smoked mine today. Um, he said pretty good movie. Thanks for the comment. Appreciate you. We have seismic cinema. Uh, they said, haven't seen this since I was a wee kid, but remember it being creepy as hell. Need to rewatch it now. Yes. And then somebody commented spoilers. Is this the one with the water hungry creature? Yes. <laughs> They said, wow, it's been ages since I've heard about this movie. I loved watching it for the first time when I was a kid. I wait, watch it again. Yes, watch it again. But yes, thank you for all the comments. I appreciate you. We try to get it out the day before we record. Um, Maybe I'll try to do a couple days before just to kind of give people some time. But hey, that's all cool. So yeah, Predator next week. We have a live show. Happening the day that you listen to this. It's going to be at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash dissect that film. I decide I'm just going to do it on Twitch for now until I can figure out YouTube. I haven't had the time to kind of get everything set gotcha. up for that. So I'm just going to do it on the Twitch page. Uh, so yeah, twitch.tv slash dissect that film. We're going to be doing our live show. We're just going to be, we do it. It's an hour long show where we talk about, you know, what we've done for the month numbers wise, talk about the episodes Talk about the great, the amazing guests we had on, all that fun stuff. It's just us shooting the shit as we do every single time we do a show. So, but this time it's live. So if you want to watch us, make sure to go to twitch.tv slash dissect that film, drop a follow, turn on the notifications so you know exactly when we're going to be live. I'll be putting out posts on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, I guess, uh, when uh, before we're going to go live. Yeah. We have. I'll, uh... I, I haven't. I haven't. I'll. I'll start getting some stuff together to get our uh, our Pornhub page updated. Yes, please. <laughs> I was thinking about starting an OnlyFans. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, everybody. Before we uh, go off too long, since we've, I feel like we're just rambling on and on and on. We appreciate all the love and support you guys share on the uh, shows. Uh, on the YouTube and all the podcast services. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods or anywhere you can rate or review us, please do so. We have a lot of people who listen to us on Apple Podcasts where you can rate, where you can literally leave us a review. Just you don't have to leave us a review. Just just give us a five, just give us the five stars. All right, help us out. Get you know we want to be able to get into more ears uh, since this is a very saturated. Um, you know, media. topic media. Medium. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we talk about movies and a lot of people talk about movies. So we want to be kind of get out from all of the, the other yeah. podcasts that are doing, doing something very similar to us. The fucking daily. And on good pods, you can do the same thing. And that's where I'd listen to my podcast. Primarily. You can literally rate and review individual episodes, or you can do this show as a whole. So please, if you listen to us on either place. Please, please do that. Also, if you would listen to us on Spotify, rate us five stars. That also helps as well. And uh, if you watch us on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate you. And even if you listen to us, go over to that YouTube. Just drop us a sub. Leave us a comment. 
because I want to see more comments on the YouTube. Even if you don't watch the video, but you listen to us, just leave us a comment on the YouTube and then I can read it on the next show because I want to start doing that yeah. more. YouTube. Thank you so much, everybody. Until yes. next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angel of DNA Gaming. We are Dissect That Film, and this has been the Dissect That Film Podcast, episode 78. We'll see y'all again next time. Bye! Bye!